There's too many homelosers, too many trammers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Nick, what were uh, what were we just talking about? That's so funny that we should make sure it gets on the podcast. Oh fuck! Don't we were talking about killing kids. <laughs> That's what this whole thing is going to be about, though. We rushed to hit the record buttons. You know, I mean, we really wanted to make sure it got on. So, I mean, it must have been important. Last time, all of the funny shit we said was when we turned off the recording. So, I'm just trying to get ahead of it. Yeah, we're, no, we're trying to get into that energy because we noticed that sometimes we turn off the recording and then everyone's like, all right, now I can relax and like have fun with everyone. And I'm like, why couldn't we? you have done that the whole time? Were we not relaxing enough for you? Huh? What's going on? Well, Jim, we got to set the mood, you know, put some candles behind us, you know. Uh, I don't I know. Don't have maybe... a candle, but I have a Mike Schmidt bobblehead. I'm sorry, what is that? Mike Schmidt bobblehead. Set. I'm going to... I don't like this. I'm not in the mood. Uh, someone take their shirt off, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, I love it. Jim, this is audio only. No one understands what you're doing. No, it's fine. I like that. I want to leave all the silence in. So Jim uh, is waving around uh, a bobblehead. With, um, it, it, it's a ba- it has a baseball uniform. Mm-hmm. Uh, be- it has a last name uh, of who he said it was. Someone, Schmidt? What's his name, Kai? Uh, Jimmy Schmidt. Mm, that's my name. No. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like a narcissistic thing. You only have bobbleheads that share features or names with you. <laughs> Jimmy Smits, the Jimmy actor. Ne- Jimmy Neutron. I hate Jimmy Neutron. Can I tell you something? Yeah, I'm ready. Because everyone decided because of that show to start calling me James Isaac Neutron. <laughs> I'm furious that that show exists. Well, I have a bone to pick with all of Nickelodeon because yeah. that yeah. was fucking my name for half my life. You know what you do? You do what I did, which is you escape it. You just send a bomb to Nickelodeon. No, you just change your name. I mean, I guess. Wait, yeah, Kai also has a famous person who uh, with uh, a famous name. Are you talking about uh, the K-pop well, singer? Used to have a, a a name. Are you talking about the K-pop singer? Or are you talking about? Um, Caillou, <laughs> the show. Uh, what else do I get? Did you ever? Oh, Dragon Ball Z Kai. Oh, I never watched uh, a Dragon Balls. No, it was a question. Dragon Ball Z Kai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, what is Dragon Ball Z all about? Well, have you ever heard of Journey to the West? <laughs> Have I ever heard of what? Journey to the West. No. Well, strap in, buddy, because we're, <laughs> we're going to take you on a road down Dragon Ball Z. See, it starts off with a little boy in a in a, in the mountains, and I just want you to like fade out of me talking. So, you, and you just, like, <laughs> it, it, so wait, are we starting in Dragon Ball Z first, or are we starting in Journey to the West? Kai, that's, you, that's up to you. I'm going to start with Journey to the West because I know it very well. Yeah, Yeah, Journey to the West. Go ahead. Journey to the West starts with a little boy in China named Tripitaka. He's like a monk or something. (laughs) (laughs) He sucks, actually. Uh, He doesn't do anything. He just gets kidnapped a lot throughout the course of the story. Uh, But he meets a monkey. Monkey, monkey guy. Which Jim, take it away. No, meeting a monkey in any story saves it. Think about all the classic stories. Dustin checks in. Um, 
Oh, uh, MVP, most valuable primate. Saved the movie, right? Imagine if it was just about baseball. Dumb movie. Put a monkey in it. They'd... Was MVP a baseball movie? I thought it was a hockey movie. No, it was a baseball movie. Oh, I think you're right. There's another movie with Joey from Friends uh, who was on a baseball team with uh, a chimpanzee. Why are there so... Why are, like... Matt LeBlanc. That's his fucking name. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Why are there so many movies with monkeys? I saw one called, like, Carnival Magic, uh, and that had a monkey in it. <laughs> are those all the details you have? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So those are your complaints. So you're going to call... Uh, I would love it if you called the box office <laughs> when this came out. <laughs> yeah, just complain about that. Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just... I looked up... Uh, MVP, Most Valuable Primate. Yeah. And all of the movies that are directed by the guy who directed it are all animal movies. Yeah, of course. MVP, then MVP2, Most Vertical Primate. Is it, uh, a, is it a giraffe playing, like, soccer no, or something? No, he skateboards, because it's 2001. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Airbud, Seventh Inning Fetch. MXP, Most Extreme Primate. Airbud, oh, uh, Santa buddies, snow buddies, space buddies, treasure buddies, Santa. Buddies. I think we're getting away from the monkey thing. We're yeah. we're, we're in we're holiday getting, we're getting dogs now. Where are you going? <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about uh, Air Buddies. You know what other movie has monkeys? Surprisingly, mm-hmm. The Hunger Games, uh, Catching Fire. Oh, oh my God! It does have well, monkeys in it. it it does, and they're utter fucking terrifying. I mean, what, that's not... the middle of the movie. We can just jump right in there. Oh, we can... No, that's, who gives a shit? You can literally talk about the end of the movie on our podcast. We don't give a shit. Oh, um, by the way, everyone, welcome to Rotten Treasure. Uh, he's a public menace, a private menace, and Philly's foremost hentai connoisseur. It's Nick Kronberger. Well, thank you. Know, you. Know, I, I, I really couldn't have written him better. Sorry. <laughs> I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. With me, as always, is Kai Bobby. We watched uh, Hunger Games Catching Fire. Go ahead, Nick, what your thought? I, I wish you could have read the thing that I wrote to introduce myself with a little more passion. Oh. Yeah, let's let's get a real intro. Come on. <laughs> okay. Bring us back. Even say, say, say hi, too. Get, like, a good hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Rotten Treasure. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. We watched Hunger Games Catching Fire. With me, as always, is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hello, it's me. I'm Kai Bobby. We have a guest. We have a, we do have a guest. He's public menace, private menace, and Philly's foremost hentai connoisseur, it's Nick Kronberger. All right. Well, I'm so glad to be here. Hello, Nick. What is your relationship with Hunger Games? I saw the first one and I saw this second one, like, when it came out seven or eight years ago. Did you? Yeah, I don't, I didn't really remember any of it. Mm. Uh, it was one of those things that I just saw with, like, my family, probably. Well, fair. I mean, also, it's, if you're seeing this with your family and you're like, hey, do you want to see this really dense movie about <laughs> just, like, yeah. No, uh, no, no. Like I don't just... go to dense movies with anyone in my family. My uh-huh. my mom will just constantly ask me questions about everything that's going on. Like, I'm not the one who has ADHD. <laughs> but, like, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I am paying attention, though. And that's the nature of it. It's If it's interesting, I'm paying attention. So, yeah. No, I'd rather go alone. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Because uh, I... 
like I don't like to go alone, but like there's no benefit in having a person with you when you go to the movies. Yeah, it's a shit date. Um, oh, big if you're time. With people, if you're with anyone you want to talk to, it's kind of a waste of time because you could be talking to them, which is what I'd rather be doing with my friends. Um, and I don't super like discussing movies right after the fact with random people, especially if I'm going to disagree. So I hope we disagree a lot during the course of this podcast. <laughs> well, did you like it? The movie? This movie? Yeah. yeah. It was better than I expected. I okay. I definitely don't see The Hunger Games as like a good series in my mind. I, I remember the first one. It was fine. I remember the second one. It was also fine. I would never have gone to see it on my own. Um, I, it has the baggage of being like a young adult novel series, which makes me instantly be like, hmm, this is probably not going to be quite to my taste even though I guess I am a, a young and spry adult. You're not You're not that young an adult. I am, <laughs> I am so young and I am so spry. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it. You could totally be an actor in the first Hunger Games. Be like, I'm totally 16 years old. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't fucking matter because I watched this with the promise that it was going to be kids killing each other, and it wasn't. It was teenagers and adults. I made that promise, and I lied to you. I'm sorry. That's that's my bad. I didn't know. I didn't research. I didn't check. I didn't know that it was adults. Yeah. I should have done my work. I should have done a little bit more work before getting you so hyped about kids killing kids. It was the only reason I said that. (laughs) Kids die in the last movie. In the first one, that little girl dies. She's like 12. Yeah, but in this movie, they take like all the winners from the previous ones. So they're all older and just two of them are heroin addicts oh really Which, yeah because there was that there was those two that were like they just hide out they self-medicate oh. and i was like oh they didn't are say they supposed it to be heroin addicts like is that what that's supposed to be i guess i huh. didn't think about it that like they don't talk about the specific drugs because it is a young adult novel i suppose although they do have kids dying so i mean what is actually this is something that i wanted to talk about anyway what defines a young adult novel it's not very well written (laughs) okay i like that one (laughs) what else you got that's literally all i got i think it has to have a romance right obviously it has to have because the kids are so horny all the time obviously as we can see love triangles are clutch so that's important yeah that's pretty cool um the main character has got to be like 13 13 to like 16 hmm these are all. This is my definition based off of literally but, nothing. I mean, I, I like I, I like the idea that they're when I think of young adult novels from what I hear about, they usually have them win. You know, like they have them go through stuff and then they win. Like that's good. That's what you want for stories. Yeah. I guess while you're a young adult is like shit's gonna suck, but you could potentially get through it and things could work out. <laughs> it's usually very like straightforward. Maybe a hero's journey or like. Just like a chosen one anime type of type of deal. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think one of the common things would be that the main character is some sort of chosen one. I can't think of an example where they're not. Oh, oh no, no, they're chosen ones. I was gonna say animorphs. <laughs> wait, wait, animorphs. Yeah, the book series and oh, the TV okay, show. Well, yeah, I did. All right. Yeah, they're they're young adult. They're chosen. They're chosen by animals. I don't. I don't know how it works. 
they were chosen. They, they were chosen by their, yeah, their, random animals. Are like, hey, I want to become no. you. You become me. Let's just become one. Let's. let's <laughs> I would think more like, that's kind of what it, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never seen animorphs, but what I was saying is, uh, I, I was imagining it's more like an animal chooses you. Like they choose your mom. <laughs> And mm-hmm. <laughs> we're listening. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> you're actually you're actually nailing it right now. So like, <laughs> uh, like they choose your mom, and now this animal's your dad, and then you're born, and now you have this power. Uh huh. It's still a chosen one thing, right? It's it's chosen one in that a fallen Andalite warrior gave them the power to morph into animals. Cool, cool. So that's not canon. What I said. <laughs> now, uh, I can make it. I could call up K.A. Applegate and see what they say. Okay, do that, please. Thank you. We like calling in people. Let's. We like calling people. <laughs> beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> Hello, married couple, K.A. Ga- Applegate. Is that a lion noise I hear in the background? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know how to do a lion sound. I was gonna try, but I was all I could do is roar. Wow. <laughs> you remember in improv class when they say commit and that's yeah. like that's no way to do it yeah you really committed to that well i mean uh i'm trying to think when the lion does it right before the movie oh the mgm lion i can't do it yeah no, oh like a, what is his a, name a zombie that lion has a name you said it like you were mad at me <laughs> yeah what's its name kai <laughs> <laughs> to the Animorphs, the, his name is Daddy. <laughs> no, it's, it's Leo. That's you know, stupid. <laughs> All right. Fine. I, I, I know. It's like naming a dog, dog. Like, it's not a very clever name. I didn't say it was going to be a clever oh. name. I just said it was going to be a name. It's weird that you just said that because I was literally watching, like, season 10 of The Walking Dead because I'm still hurting myself um, for some reason <laughs> for that show. Oh, uh, I know, I know. I watch it whenever it comes out on Netflix. I will never, like, try to get it when it comes out. I'll, like, when it comes to me, it comes to me. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, there's the dog that they just named Dog. Uh, Daryl, it's his dog. Uh, he didn't name it. Like, one of those, like, someone he met. I'm kind of ruining that. But he gets a dog. No big deal, everybody. Relax, I didn't ruin the walk. Is it so they um, don't get too attached to the dog by giving it a name? Oh, I don't know um, why oh, she did that. you mean like that. Bird Box? That's probably the case. I would imagine if you were, live, you know, 15 years or, you know, I don't know how long it's been actually at this point, season 10, um, but say it's been 15 years into an apocalypse and you got a pet, would you really, like, want to get too attached and give it a real name? Depends on how powerful it is. All right, you have, all right, What? well, what pet do you want in the apocalypse? Like a bear? Like, you're not going to lose a bear. <laughs> yeah, but you got to train a bear. Well, we're still, look... I couldn't say, like, dragon. We're keeping it within reality here. So, <laughs> bear is, like, the next biggest thing. So, it's my only option. If I gotta train it, I gotta so, train it. You think the you think a bear is the toughest animal? Like, in North America, is the biggest animal, at the very least. So, probably something faster would be better, because a bear can just get shot, and probably people have guns. But, like, if your concern is fighting zombies... And a bear is good. What kind of bird could you ride and like attack people with a machete on? Emu, or like a not a emu, a, well, ostrich. That'd be tight. 
I want that. I get like a saddle and everything. I would I would commit. I would that's who I would be in the apocalypse. Or did you want to be like riding a flying bird and being like <laughs> it's, yeah, I, honestly, get I, fucked. What kind of what kind of birds could I fly that kind of like only get air for like twenty seconds at most? <laughs> well, uh given that birds are not made to carry people <laughs> and they're mostly very small yeah all right fine i'll just get a bunch of birds i'll just get a, a plethora of birds. oh you mean like the pigeon man <laughs> like the pigeon from, man uh, yeah. hey arnold yeah, <laughs> yeah it's 100 what i want to do yes oh, oh my god be... i love that aesthetic for you it's amazing I, i'd probably want to just get like a chair is that what he is that, i don't remember what the pigeon man did uh, he has like he has strings in his coat uh, and they uh, like grab, uh, they grab like little hooks or like little circles that are on his, and they pull out, and then he just goes, "Goodbye, Arnold. <laughs> You're a good kid. <laughs> You're very small. Uh, I. You're gonna meet Andy Dick soon. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, that's Monkey Man. Monkey Man's Andy Dick. Oh no, shit. Are we going to talk about Andy Dick more? We can't. <laughs> Have we talked about Andy Dick before? No, we've talked about Andy Dick and Polly Shore movies and stuff like that. Like, he comes up on the podcast enough. We've talked about you being uh, uh, the kind of person in the apocalypse that would have, like, a bunch of birds and be like, fly! And then they come up behind you. <laughs> you know what movie has birds? What's that? Is it going to be Mad Max? Hunger Games. Hunger catching Games. fire. <laughs> well, wait, real quick. Can I just say real quick? This is important to me. You cared about my aesthetic in this future for me, and I just want everyone to know that if I were to do a bird per- like bird person kind of world, I'd want one of those like fold out shitty chairs that's like a beach chair. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the the interweaving. Yeah, like- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want that, and then uh, strings and birds, and like I do like my embroidery, like just chill. Maybe even have, like, I imagine you with a BB gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Oh, that to was shoot, so much fun. To shoot birds? That's a, that's a bad plan. <laughs> well, Kai's got to get down, down somehow. So just... <laughs> wait, wait, you're right. Yeah, you didn't train them to go down. <laughs> you know, they trained them to go up. <laughs> no! It's like a cow on stairs. <laughs> I haven't thought about that, Jim. I could just encourage them to take a nap. You know, like, you sleep, you rest, and then they dangle. They're just going to hang themselves in midair, Kai. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Put them out there. Kill a bunch of birds, Kai. This is a horrible future. No. Oh, I don't love this for me anymore. All right. What birds are you talking about? Are you talking about the oh, Mockingjay? You remember? No, not Mockingjay. They there was a bunch of. I thought this was pretty fucking metal, so I did write it down. They they had a bunch of birds show up with just the screams of your loved ones, and they oh, and they just yeah. do that. Yeah constantly for like an hour it's not gonna kill you but like it's just like fucked up yeah i don't like that everyone fell for it like yeah she fell for it she's like prim oh no and then she starts running and then that other guy was like no stop it's it's a it's a trap like they don't they're not actually your friend it's a bird that's making that noise and then he hears his loved one and he's like amber and then he starts running she's like no stop it's a trap it's like why we what why do we have to keep reminding each other of the of this? Yeah, I mean, you don't think you'd fall for that shit? Like yeah, a little of bit? course I would. I'm yeah. stupid. Like, yeah. but I'm not a book character. <laughs> yeah, they could write them smarter, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, 
I, I, I'd fall for it. Uh, absolutely. And there's plenty of people that if I heard their voice and I was concerned about them, I would, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just a small chance. Anytime I complain about like something where it's like, why didn't they just do fucking this? I guarantee you if I was in the same exact situation, I would do less than what they did. I would make this either the same dumb choices or just no choice at all. I'd just be like, well, I guess I'm going to die. That's fair. I think that I, I honestly, it, I think if I was in the Hunger Games, I would just die. Aside from just potentially killing myself <laughs> immediately, which I think we've talked about. That's just being like, fuck this. Um, you just got to. Uh, sorry to bring up suicide on the podcast. No, but they don't know. I think that was 50% of our last podcast together. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> But you can't even, there's no guns, or at least I didn't see any, so there's no easy way out. What are you going to do, jump into that goddamn toxic mist like an idiot? They got plenty of, like, things that you can, like, slice your neck with. Oh, just, like, take yourself no, out you, with. You, but like, that's so it, much you worse. You arrow, and just, like, just shoot it into your own head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, like, set it up to fling it into yourself? Yeah. That's good. Just like our ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of... I, I, I don't think I'd last very long in all of this. Um, they they also just, like, made this shit so much worse. And, like, obviously, you have to step it up. It's a new movie. But, like, yeah, Poison Fog sucks. Um, I, I guess it doesn't suck that you could, uh, when you can just wash it off in three seconds. <laughs> so, I, I did want to talk about this. That old lady sacrificed herself for no reason. I mean, yeah. no, yeah. I think she would have died anyway. So the the point is, like, you only carry one person, old-ass lady who is very nice but useless, or this guy. And, and the lady, old-ass lady is like, well, this my friend is going to want to carry me, and that's stupid, so I'm going to kill myself so we can't do that and just take <laughs> the boy. I think if I'm an old ass person, I'd make the same call. I think that's, I think that's yeah. It's like the yeah. fucking old people, and <laughs> this is not this is a sad anecdote. But it's like the old when Japan had their earthquake and the whole nuclear situation. A bunch of old people yes. were just like, "Hey, I'm gonna die anyway. We're um, we're all gonna go in the nuclear reactor and get cancer." So kind of like that. Well, they did yeah. it because uh, the effects of radiation poisoning doesn't take doesn't start to set in for another like 20 or 30 years and they were all like 80 and they were like yeah i'm we're not living to 110 anyway so fuck it why don't we do it damn whereas this lady was like (laughs) uh okay if you're gonna carry me then i'm just gonna walk into this fog and kill myself and then he's like no don't do that that's weird you could just try and walk away just carry the man just do it (sighs) She was a uh, she was pretty boy's like like mentor, yes? Lover? I don't know. Yeah, they they did a, they did an on the lips kiss at the end, so pretty sure that's lovers. I don't remember that. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> when she's dead? No, yeah. like before no, she no. dies at some point the like the the kid and the grandma kiss. Like it's <laughs> not it's not like a long like romantic like Look at them kissing, but they kiss on the lips. I wrote it down. I mean, I've kissed my grandmother <laughs> on the lips, you know, like, but I think we've talked about this on the podcast. I'm French Canadian. I think, I don't remember what age, probably, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of when it stopped. What is normal? 12? My, Eight? I don't my know. My grandma tried to kiss me on the lips, and I always, like, just, like, swerved away. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, eventually you swerve uh, when you realize, whoa, 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 hold up. My friends are making fun of me for this. Uh, I think we need to get a little less French-Canadian, my mayor. So did you guys French? Yeah, exactly. That's what we did. We became the kissing family. We did the skit from <laughs> SNL, SNL where we, yeah, where we just, yeah. Paul so then Rudd makes out with his sister. Yeah. So yeah. So me and my mommy make out. I just want to put that out on the podcast. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> oh no, I have to cut that. That's not happening. <laughs> so you know who else? Uh, like what else has things about making out with your grandma? Oh, the Hunger Games yeah. catching fire. <laughs> it's the Hunger Games because we were just talking about it. <laughs> no, I just wanted to. Yeah. You're going to edit that last thing, so there's going to be no context. We, we're just still talking about the movie. Yeah. Uh, she, he, he, he kissed that grandma. You know what else has kissing grandmas in it? The Hunger Games. Like, yeah, we know. We're talking about All right, it. Kai, you're talking like a crazy person who would uh, kiss their own grandmother there. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that do you guys want me to tell, uh, should I tell everyone what, what I said so then I can edit it out again? <laughs> <laughs> Just say it again and don't edit any of this. Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Kai makes out with their, uh, with their meme. Yeah, we're just going to sprinkle it throughout the rest of the podcast so it's like uneditable. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things is that Kai will be like, I want to edit this thing out, but it's actually crucial to the next conversation. So they'll leave in things that they don't like because that of that. Of course, I do it all the time. Sometimes you just gotta you just got to leave in stuff, you know? I'm trying not to make all of our episodes an hour and 50 minutes, but... Yeah, you know, it's hard. Oh, I definitely get rid of a lot of my uh, my awkward silence and ums. Those go away. Uh, like that? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Look at that. That's good, yeah. That's quality. I like all these right editing jokes we're making. Oh, people love behind-the-scenes info. I like when Bo Burnham did that in one of his specials. Inside? No, no. He did an editing joke where he was, where he was like, "Don't you guys hate it when they edit things really weird?" And then like it cuts to a new joke. <laughs> oh no! Why did I write? I don't want to kill you. I want to be friends. That's like the whole plot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of actually. Okay, it's I. I didn't. I don't know who said it. It's in red, so I think it's a quote. Oh, uh, I have a quote section in my notes, and it only has one quote in it right now. Was it something Philip Seymour Hoffman said? No, but I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, if you had to guess what quote I wrote down, what do you think it is? Uh, I'll give you a hint. My favorite character said it. <laughs> I don't know who your favorite character is. I didn't write down quotes. Is it Liam? Is it Liam uh, Hens- Hens- Hensworth? Hemsworth. Hemsworth. You and Scott, by the way, said it all wrong last episode, and you started it. You were like, Liam Hemsworth, and then Scott was like, oh, I thought it was Hems." Like, you could see in his head be- being like, I thought it was Hemsworth, but it must be Hemsworth then. And then he started <laughs> saying it. Saying, yeah. <laughs> Any- a- anyway, uh, Elizabeth Banks says it. She oh, says, right on. So, yeah. She walks into a room and says, all mahogany. And I love that. I, I do like that she gives a shit about the kids in this one. I'm glad she got more screen time. Uh, I, I, I don't know if, like, 
they got that feedback in between the movies like the fans were like hey like she's pivotal we need her um or just that's how just literally it is in the book she might just not be that prevalent until this one so are we talking about the like crazily dressed lady who's kind of a representative yeah Yeah, she's she is the best character i i was wondering so i really like how all the rich people are dressed up i think it's fun and crazy and my question is is it camp oh that's a good question is it camp that was i was trying to think of what the style is and i was like well it's purposefully over the top is it camp yeah Yeah, like it might be camp i are you talking about within the setting of the movie or are you talking like do you think that they're dressing campy or do you think that the uh wardrobe department dress them campy i think the wardrobe department dress them campy i think by definition you can't purposely dress campy i think it's always unintentional right um well then it wouldn't be campy because they purposely dress them that way within the universe i guess it wouldn't be but when the wardrobe people are like let's design these wardrobes what are we doing like all right we're just gonna do this like rich ass camp i I love it. I love how like extra it is. Um, it, I would love like I could see Elton John wearing some of these outfits and then doing a concert, <laughs> um, and and loving it. Yeah, it is. It's just so over the top. Is camp always unintentional? Uh, I wouldn't quote me on that, but <laughs> one of the many hour long YouTube uh, video essays I watched was about it, and I think that was one of the things. Oh, there's a difference between kitsch and camp. Yeah, that's. I don't feel qualified to to speak on what camp is. I don't think I'm ver- well versed in camp. And I'm just not gay enough. Is it really just? Is it really like a? Is it a gay thing? Camp? Is that where camp originated? It's just closely associated with it. <laughs> like, all right, folks, we got live information here. Are we gonna say what the next franchise is? Because I got Scott to respond about which one he wants to do. Oh, cool. Which one does he want to do? All right, y'all. This is crazy. We're getting some info here. Uh, we're only on Hunger Games 2. Uh, we're going to th- let you know the next franchise right now. This this just in. A special bulletin. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Forget about, forget about my spot. It's fine. You're, Shut you're up, good. Nick. We have a much more important <laughs> guest to talk about. No, actually. Uh, oh, never mind. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Oh, well, that was a dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's Air Bud. <laughs> oh no oh, well, people have funny. to wait but i love that we built suspense people are interested by ignoring nick <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm sorry you know what we don't you, I, I forgot that's the bullet point i forgot to tell people you can bully jim and also don't bully me that's the thing i forgot to tell you um so if you need to be mean because we're doing the wrong thing just be mean to jim and tell us to stop please do <laughs> Why, why would I ever get in the middle of a bit going on way too long? <laughs> <laughs> I just, my response is to zone out and wait it out. What's the longest bit you zoned out through? God, like my entire childhood. <laughs> no, we just said you can't, you can't make fun of the other host. I'm so confused. No, Wait. no, let that silence. Let that silence. Wait, how speak does that, volumes? How does that make fun of me? I was saying that your bits go on too long, but it, oh. it's in fact my bits that go on too long. 
both of our bits go into. Oh my god, it's happening right now. Hey, you know what movie? <laughs> <laughs> you know what movie went on too long? Um, Titanic. Ooh. Oh, that that is a that's a very Nick hot take. I, yeah. I will say about Nick hot takes real quick. <laughs> Anytime Nick says one, I'm always like, yeah. That is exactly how Nick would feel. There's no, like... <laughs> I've never been surprised by a Nick hot take. And they're pretty spicy, so that's... <laughs> you know me yeah. well. What what scenes do you wish they just got through and they were just, like, completely just way too long? Like, everything that wasn't everyone dying. Right, like, so I don't care if you can spit off a boat. Uh, I don't care that you fucked in a car. Yeah, I don't care that you're slumming it with some boy... I don't care that you're 90. You know what I do, though? I do, I do want the, the spinny propeller guy to be at least five more minutes longer. Like, I want them to really do it in slow-mo. Yeah, what I want them to do is to, like, save him and bring him back onto the boat, <laughs> and then he falls and hits it again. <laughs> like, he falls in one of the other boats that's going down, and they're like, oh, no, sorry, uh, I actually, I forgot something up there. Like, oh, they bring him back up. I think that guy's heroic sacrifice was more unnecessary than the old lady's heroic sacrifice. <laughs> I don't know if it's... <laughs> I don't think it's... He sacri- like, I don't think he was like, uh-oh, I gotta save this boat by jumping off it. <laughs> it's my... It's well, my you know what's heroic? He didn't drag this lady off the door and get on himself. Pretty baller. He's killing it. Yeah, that's real. Um, I think in that same situation... Titanic sinking? What are you doing? You jumping down? You just saying fuck it, or are you holding on to that boat? I don't know. There's a lot of. Th- I'm probably find a gun. Like <laughs> I don't. I don't know because every single scenario there just fucking blows. Like none <laughs> of it is good. Do I want to freeze to death, or do I want to uh, drown to death, or do I want to get saved on a boat and live? But you're, if you're, like, on the Titanic, you don't know how it's going to end. You know it's going to sink, probably. But, like, rescue could be five minutes away. Oh, I was thinking that we're talking about, like... Oh, wait. Is the boat sinking in this scenario? Yes. Oh, then, yeah. I'm still going to (laughs) die. I'm going to try and figure out what the quickest way to die is. (laughs) That's your... You are fast on that trigger, my dude. Yeah. Because you really could, like... There could be a boat like five minutes away and you could just, you could have just shot yourself for no reason. Like, uh, have you seen the mist? Like the mist. Yeah. Yeah. That movie fucked me up as a kid. I was like, I did not expect it. It's probably like 13. It's like, whoa, that was a good movie. I love that ending. I was like, I didn't know a movie could do that. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Oh, Kai, you're probably never going to see it, but you... Nick, describe the ending to Kai. <laughs> oh, we're ruining the mist for everybody? Uh, all right. Uh, Nick, you have 60 seconds to spoil yeah. the mist. Go. Spoil for a movie from, like, 2005. Go. Yeah, yeah, skip ahead 60 seconds if you don't want to hear the spoils. All right. It's a town. Mist appears. Everyone's like, that's weird. Why is there mist? There's monsters now. There's monsters from the mist. How did this happen? Everyone's locked in a grocery store. They're all like, how do we... Sur- that happens. They're up, they lock themselves in a grocery store and uh, they just like fucking wait it out. And for some reason, they have to leave. 
the the main character and his family it's like his the main character his like son or daughter or something like a young child and two old people who I don't think they're related to um <laughs> they all get in a car because there's monsters everywhere like oh my god everyone's dying let's just get in the car we have to drive we're probably gonna die whatever so I get in the car and they start driving they drive for like a day they run out of gas and they're stuck in just the middle of the mist with like monsters like around them and shit and they're like all right well, it's time to kill ourselves. So, uh, they, they, the dad, like the main character, shoots everyone else in the car for them. The kid was asleep, so they, so they didn't have to talk about it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and so now it's just the dad who's alive and he doesn't have any more bullets left. So he's like, what? It's just fucking, I, I can't shoot myself. So he gets out of the car. He's like, fucking kill me. And then the army rolls up and they're like, we saved you. All right, everybody. Oh, it's too late. I hope you didn't hear just the end. I don't know how sick long if that was sixty seconds or not. They might have come back and got just the tail end of that. No, no. Uh, keep keep the spoiler all up because uh, I want to. I, I have a I have a thing I want to say. All right, we're going back. Uh, uh, you, if the, you're catching us right now in this moment, skip ahead another sixty <laughs> seconds. Um, my friend. <laughs> the funniest thing I ever heard about. Uh, the funniest quote I ever heard from that is from my friend who said. <laughs> the miss is about a uh, a dad who just can't wait to shoot his kid because he he <laughs> shoots his kid. He, they they run out of gas and he's like, "Oh, cool! I get to kill my kid now." <laughs> it's so quick the decision between, "Uh oh, we're out of gas," and him shooting his kid. I I guess I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. This sounds so nice. It's what, I mean, what a quality, lovely family film. It wasn't bad. Was this an M Night Shyamalan movie? Uh, it was a Stephen King short story. Okay. Uh, oh, it's Frank Darabont. The, the, he does, uh, The Walking Dead. Ty, that's for you. Oh, I apologize. Sorry. Uh, I <laughs> saw a stupid note and I got distracted by it. It was just not even a good note. Uh, what, you want to talk about The Walking Dead more? Is that what you no, I, no, 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 don't talk about The Walking you, Dead, please, you dear God. You that a little bit? If, I now, have a the, anybody who has a podcast about The Walking Dead. If you're listening to our podcast, no offense, but you should stop. <laughs> yeah, Talking Dead, get out of here. Um, I have a Nick style, uh, hot take that I think he might agree with me with on. I hate zombie apocalypse movies, and I hate how obsessed everyone is with them. Yeah, I agree. I don't like how people are like, "Oh, what's your plan if the zombie apocalypse happen?" I don't have one because they're not real. Guess what, people. <laughs> It's just not gonna happen. Get, get concerned about problems that actually fucking exist. I I don't. Yeah, I have taxes. I have to pay. Like, get out of my face. What will you do if the IRS audits you? I, <laughs> I would uh, get an accountant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great question. Next. <laughs> oh, I have a I have a note. Legally, I can't say. Go ahead. What's the next question? <laughs> uh, the movie I thought looked really good for being as old as it is. Uh, like the effects were all good. I didn't realize it was old until I thought about it. Hmm. Funny enough, compared to the movie before, which was, which came out the year before, this is leaps and bounds ahead of it. The first movie looks like absolute shit compared to this movie. I wonder how much more money they got. Like they must have had a bigger budget. Probably. Let me look it up. But like. This movie like looked like a legitimate movie, and like I also was happy with the fact that there wasn't nearly as much shaky cam in this one because the first one was just basically all shaky cam. Yeah, and I couldn't stand it. 
Well, that's because this one wasn't as much like it, it, it had like the first one was just like pretty quick to just uh, actually hold on a second before I get any. I want to give some credit. Jack and I were talking about this this morning um, and they pointed out that uh, like the first one's really just about being in the fucking uh, the games like for most of it. Like th- th- this one has a lot more of them just like not doing that and just more of like controversy of like these fucking prick bags uh who make every no just like what what are they called the uh, cactuses no it starts with c the what yeah, are the cactuses. fucks yeah cactuses. <laughs> you say cactuses yeah yeah okay cool so the cacti uh that's like running the whole government shit uh that's it's just more about, about that this time yeah like president snow and all that fucking what's it called they're the capital people yeah oh my yeah. god yeah yeah. President uh, Snow just laid out the entire fucking plot of, of the entire series within 10 minutes. Yeah. Very yeah. weird. Yeah. He did that in the first movie where he said the thesis of the movie. Like, he was like, you know why we have the Hunger Games? To give people hope. But in reality, it's also to thin the herd. Okay. Anyway. I'm going to pick more apples. Because that's what he's doing in the movie. We're all one big happy Hunger Games. <laughs> uh, I, I do have a question I want to ask, and I was excited to ask you, Nick. Because uh, I think your answer is going to be yes. Um, have either one of you ever woken up screaming? <laughs> Why me? Because <laughs> um, I, I know you've had nightmares. We've talked about right, it right, before right. as friends. We're no. not just... You know, talking to strangers here. We know I, we know each other. You're right. No, I have. So two things. When I was very, when I was young and also throughout college for some reason, it was actually like a vitamin I was taking that fucked me up. Anyway, I got, I would get a sleep paralysis all the time. So that's like, I, if I wake up that way, you can't mm. scream. So you're like, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> like... I, I can't move and paralyze. So there's that. So most of the time, no, because I can't. But mm. like more recently, I don't have that problem anymore. And the nightmares I have had, no. I, have, I haven't like woken up screaming ever. I have just woken up like feeling like I'm going to die, which is also right. fun. But it's more of like a, I think my reaction isn't to scream really for anything. It's like a quiet reaction. So I'll like tense up. So that's, I'll wake up like that. It's just that I see it in films all the time. I just don't know if anyone's really just done that. I, I have yet to do it as well. I'm just it's kind of fielding this out. We'll have three humans that have answered this, and then you can hit us up at rottentreasurepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Oh, yeah, you, email us. Yeah. Let us know if this podcast gives you a nightmare and describe it. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. I will post your nightmare. Um, Play you... this podcast while you sleep. And if this podcast gives you a nightmare, email us, and we will... <laughs> I don't know. Give you a shout out or something. Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Wait, can we can we start the subliminal part of the podcast? Let <laughs> that nation listen to us. They're sleeping because uh, I think we can really influence people. Yeah, I'm into it. That's fine. Uh, and also, kill we can your get them parents. Find us sponsors who are willing to give us money. Sorry. Fuck your dad. Kill your parents. <laughs> kiss, kiss your grandma. Kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> Use tongue. <laughs> we no, we we can't just build like our preferred dating partner. We we need like, <laughs> we're, are we going to distribute this? 
<laughs> like on like CDs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the internet words. <laughs> oh. Um, okay, I got another one for you. Uh, how do you, how, what's your relationship with turkeys? <laughs> like jive turkeys or like... Is this like a personal attack? How'd this come up? <laughs> no, I mean, it's in the film. Like, that's, like, there, there, there's turkeys in the film. I just, I, I wrote personally, fuck turkeys. Just, it was one of the first things <laughs> <laughs> Is but, this your Nick style hot take is you don't like turkeys as an animal? I don't know. I wanted to see if other people hate turkeys. Yeah, no, I agree. I, if you asked me, like, if you asked me, like, uh... List like the birds, <laughs> the, the, list the birds, and like tell me which ones you don't like. I wouldn't just come out and say turkey, like fuck, fuck the turkey. <laughs> Fresh out the gate, but Wait to say it. No, if so, but if anyone is gonna say like fuck turkeys, obviously, and my feeling is yeah, fuck turkeys. Fuck. Like, there's no reason not to say fuck turkeys. They're dumb. They make noises which I don't like. <laughs> oh, you don't like a. <laughs> Just noises in general, but specifically <laughs> that one. What? What's your favorite? You gotta have like a animal noise you like. Well, keep it in, keep the silence. Yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a lot of dead air for. I didn't think the question of what kind of what animal sounds do you like. I was thinking of how I should say this. Um, you know, it's just. It's the sound my uh, my dad makes, my lion dad. It's the sound my grandma makes when I kiss her on the mouth. And- <laughs> no, no. You, you have done it. You've successfully peppered it in to the point where I have to keep it. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, I participated. I, I can't even be. I can't be mad. Uh, no, I just hate them solely because at my job, I have to go to appointments to clean people's houses and uh, where I, a lot of times I'm in the burbs of Minneapolis and uh, there's a lot of fucking turkeys just that decide this is our street. This is our road. You don't. In my hometown, there's a lot of like turkey vultures that hang around. Right. But not even like going across the street. Like I was like, oh, have a nice day. You know, like, oh, look at that. That's cute. But just. Like having a block party, just fucking yeah. hanging out. <laughs> yeah, they're like taking up parking spots and shit. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Uh-huh. Uh, you like honk so at yeah. them and they're like, "What? You're not gonna hit me." The turkey, turkey vultures just are they vultures that just carry off turkeys? Like, what is their deal? I, this is not a joke. I don't know what a turkey vulture is. <laughs> is that their thing, or are they like vicious turkeys? Ooh, this is a good question. I just know I could recognize a turkey vulture if I saw one. Jim is on his way to the internet. Is this the theme song for me looking something up on the internet? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a vulture that looks like a turkey. That's the worst option. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like reading all this. They're scavengers, and they feed exclusively on carrion. Carrion. So you carry turkeys. So dead flesh. I know. I know what carrion is. Um, yeah, I they do. just look like turkeys. They ride thermals. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna revive this argument that I know has been had by many teenage girls. 
But I feel like it's extremely one-sided. Um, it's the PETA versus uh, Gale debate. Yeah. The two boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anyone who actually likes PETA? Yes. Let's get into this. But right after this commercial break. Hello, everyone. This is Robert with the Watching It podcast. We're a show that covers TV and movies. Join me and my co-host Donnell each week to talk about shows like Loki, The Lower Decks, Snowpiercer, Palm Springs, and Collateral. You can find us at watchingitpod.com or anywhere you get your podcast. And now back to the show. I yes. I, I think so. And are you referring to the just the novel character, or are you referring to Josh like, Hutchinson? Yeah, yeah, like Josh Hutchinson. If, if you, you say, say it fast, fast enough, enough, you don't have to worry about it. If you said it right, I, Josh Hutchinson. No, 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 I, I, I said it right. <laughs> I, I said it wrong. I don't know if I said it right. <laughs> I haven't read the books because I am not a teenage girl. <laughs> well, obviously, between Liam Hensworth and Josh Hutchinson, Liam Hensworth wins, like hands down. There's no like question about it, right? Yeah, Kai's making a face like I'm wrong I don't, about that. Well, first off, I don't know anything about him. Like I, I don't see him. He's just around, and he's also I. I also don't like that in the first movie. He's like, hey, you know, he he's like a hey. I here's a. I'm never an advocate for a film where a dude just like kisses a girl. Is like, hey, sorry, I had to do that, and you're like, mm. <laughs> kind of caught me off guard. I mean, they do have a rapport, and you can kind of lean in to see if they're vibing it, but it just kind of can't. Kind of came out of nowhere. I feel like it's no, a very no, no. young adult novel thing to do. <laughs> no, this is more of that's more of a like this is his girlfriend came to see him for she's oh they're seeing each other for the first time in a while, and he's like, ma. Sorry, we started this conversation out weird. I need to do that first before we oh. continue co- conversing. Let me pull back. They're they're partners at this point. Sorry, I didn't realize that. I read I misread that understanding of their relationship at this point. That was my understanding on it. I could have been mis not watching good. Like Yeah, no, that's it. That's how you say it. You don't have a term by now for this podcast of not watching good. <laughs> <laughs> most of I what know, i do is not watch good i, I know watch you watch good <laughs> i'm i made no good watching this <laughs> bad watch i did yeah <laughs> well gail gail handsome cool man peter yeah annoying big Why? head man i don't head too big but also well liked amongst the capital. Yeah, bad taste. Yeah, I think well, that's the point of their whole thing, right? Well, they they're all yeah. about bad taste. I don't like that they kind of turn them into like kind of Disney star vibe, you know, where it's like gives a shit. Like, let's see these young kids who have like adult celebrity lifestyle, kind of like like they're in love. Like they're still sixteen, seventeen, right? Kai, that is the point. How uncomfortable it is. No, 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 I know You're supposed to feel uncomfortable about that because they were like, because the writer of the book was like, hey, you know what's really uncomfortable? When they make teenagers, uh, like, weirdly sexualize their relationships. I'm going to make it even more obvious. And then they made a movie where they cast 22-year-olds as 16-year-olds, so it's a little less uncomfortable. And that movie? in reality, you're supposed to feel very uncomfortable about that. They did a good job. They did a very good job. That's Hunger Games. That's yeah. Hunger Games catching fire. Yeah. 
That's Thank what you. it was. That's the movie I watched. That was me watching it good. And you you also good watching now have. Thanks. I I try watch. I okay. So Peter's head is, is too big, but Liam Hemsworth's <laughs> head isn't big enough. Because I what if didn't they switched heads. Because hmm. Liam no. Hemsworth has a bigger body than Josh Hutcherson. But even if you shrunk down Josh Josh's head, I still wouldn't like it as much. So here's the th- here's why I'm thinking this. I didn't know who Liam Hemsworth was before this movie. I don't know celebrities. I didn't I know Chris paying, Hemsworth had a brother. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to that. Like, if I feel like it's one of those things where you're like, oh, I did know that, and then you're moving on with your life. But but I was like, and I'm sure everyone has already said this. But I looked up Liam Hemsworth, and I was like, oh shit, Chris Hemsworth has, has a brother, and then instantly next to his brother, he's very ugly. Like, <laughs> that's how attractive. Chris Hemsworth is. That's not really fair. Um, they have another brother too. Is he just like a normal guy? <laughs> um. Oh fuck! What is his name? Yeah, he's an accountant who kind of just like that sucks looks like a guy. guy. Just <laughs> no, it's Luke Hemsworth, and he is also pretty handsome. But uh, I was just reading that uh, people in TV and movies have disproportionately large heads because it looks better on camera. So, like, a lot of celebrities have giant fucking heads that you don't know until you see the next normal people. Um, this gives me hope. This gives me hope, Nick. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, no, you'd look better on camera than most people, I think. I do yeah. have a big head. Have you, you must have, as friends, noticed that about me at least once or twice, no? Yeah, we call you lollipop behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Because we like to lick you. Oh, nice. <laughs> I've always found that weird, like, right before you guys close out the night of hanging out with me, you just kind of, right on the back of my head, and then leave. Like, you never talk to me about it. (laughs) No, yeah, it's just you. It's just you that we do that with. Cool. Tight, tight, tight. All right, well, I feel special. I'm going to start shaving my head to make it a little bit more enjoyable (laughs) for you all. (laughs) Hmm. Thank you. You do shave the sides of your head. I don't know where I'm going with that. I think it's weirder if you slurp the side of my head for some reason. I don't know where the weirdest part of my head is for you to slurp. The the mouth? I think going up to my mouth and slurping my mouth and then walking out would confuse me very much. (laughs) Like, what was that? I don't know. That's just how Nick says goodbye. It's just hard for me sometimes to find the words, so... What thing would you like to talk about now, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, to close out my Liam Hemsworth argument, uh, he is attractive, but compared to his brother and other actors, has a very has a normal sized head, which makes him less attractive in, in film. Well, this goes on to the question of like, like he's attractive. If you saw him in real life, you'd be like, "Oh my god, that man is so handsome." But because you see him in the context of other actors and actresses, you're like, yeah, he's about like, he's like s- s- slightly more average, handsome. Yeah, I mean, he's he is directly going up against someone who I think is one of the most attractive men. So that's a problem for him. But yeah, there's uh, a thing. I'm not saying he's like ugly at all. Right, but short hair or long hair, Chris Helmsworth? Helmsworth? Long hair. Helmsworth. <laughs> they don't have different last names. A long hair for long hair on men is like a victory lap. You have to be attractive to have long hair and it would make, make it look good. So, like, if you look good with long hair, you might as well have long hair because you're just, like, better than everyone else. So go for it. 
I, I, I think most men don't look good with long hair. Exactly, because most men aren't attractive. But hot guys with long hair. But even then. I like, like about that. I prefer short hair, crimson, crimson, crimson. Yeah, no, I've had this conversation in my own home um, with Nate many times. We've gone, back, we've gone back and forth about it. Uh, I believe uh, Nate is on Team Short as well. I just People think have... it looks better on men's head, and I know that's probably coming from a just traditional society type of thing but like that's just how i feel get off my back what about shaved heads yeah Yeah. stop trying to change you know the 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 world the way you are stop twisting it into your narrative liberals yeah could give weird cucks um (laughs) (laughs) so is that really what we're gonna say in our podcast i don't want to say that i'm liberal (laughs) are you listening you fucking cuckolds (laughs) um I would be remiss if we didn't talk about him a little bit more because we only mentioned him for a quick second. Uh, Jim mentioned it. I don't know what your relationship is with Philip Seymour Hoffman, Nick, but I I thought he was a great addition to the film. Nick, I had to Wait. look him up. Oh, you don't? Okay, Philip no, no. Or... At the I I recognized him as oh. like a famous actor or something, and I was like, who is this guy? And, the, and this is for some reason the only thing I know. I was like, I think this guy's dead. And so, so I looked up, yeah. and he is, that's the one thing. And I also thought he had, like, done some fucked up stuff. And he was like, it, but I think that was a different celebrity. So I was looking up, like, what did this guy do? Well, if you've ever seen Happiness uh, with him in it, he does some really fucked up shit in that. And I think that might have, like, skewed the, like, public's perception of him. Where, I like, so they were like, oh, he's he's, like, a creepy guy. But, like... I mean, the thing about Philip Seymour Hoffman, and I loved him as an actor. I thought he was so good because he can play. He does two of the hardest things with acting, which is one, he's very good at playing a very confident man who's just like way overly confident. Yeah. Uh, And two, he can play like a weak, like assistant who like gets shit on all the time really well as well. He does both of them equally as good and also really funny i i liked him in along came polly mm-hmm. i thought his character was really fun and likable and kind of i get that the the thing i didn't particularly like was that they leaned heavily on him being just a fat and sweaty but honestly as a fat sweaty person uh i gotta say i i was when i saw him juicing that <laughs> grease uh out of like ben stiller didn't want the like padding out the grease on his pizza and he's like what are you talking about the grease is like the best part and he's like squeezing it Onto his own pizza. Uh, I I vibed with that. I lived in New York. I I really I loved greasy, nasty pizza. Exactly how we felt. You ever see Punch Drunk Love? I have yet to, and I know I'm supposed to because like Adam Sandler was my god growing up or whatever. But like, it's no, I, it's the first like I was t- actually good movie with Adam Sandler in it. Like, oh really? Oh, it's so it's so good. And Philip Seymour Hoffman is in it for like five minutes, and I'll never forget him in it. Because he just yells, shut the fuck up, a bunch of times to Adam Sandler. Oh, so good. I've seen that clip. I've seen that because my parents were watching it. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, weird. Thank you for the flashback. My parents were watching it in the living room, and I was just like, I popped in for a little bit, and that was part of the little bit, and I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. And then left. It's funny. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Adam Sandler's like, hey, I got a problem with you. All right, well, first what I'm going to need you to do is to shut the fuck up. He's like, excuse me? 
yeah, shut the fuck up, because I need you to do that. And then he starts screaming at him. Oh, I love it. Remember when Adam Sandler was like, oh, oh my, butthole, my butthole's on fire. I haven't seen this movie, but I did want to be a part of the conversation, and that sounds like something Adam Sandler would say. So, <laughs> I get lucky. I believed you. I mean, I would believe you. Uh, in the middle of a serious film that he would do, that he was just like, I think my butthole's on fire. Didn't well, he do a well, movie where he just drank Pepto-Bismol all the time? Mm-hmm. That's probably the movie where that quote's from. What do you mean, all the time? It, w- it was like product placement. He did a movie. All of his movies have product placement in them. But it, but it was really, he just drank Pepto-Bismol as like a bit. Yeah. I bet Happy Madison pulls in good cash every year. Yeah, by being very blatant about their... <laughs> like when Happy Gilmore was clearly sponsored by Subway. Oh yeah, no, that was perfect. Yeah, uh, talk about a hole in one. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> or um, Little Nicky. That was sponsored by Popeye's Chicken. You must have loved that movie, right, Nick? Yes, <laughs> I have. I have seen this movie. I have seen it because my name is in it. So how could I not? Have? <laughs> Right, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I like when Adam's. I like when Adam Sandler talks like this. Oh, I, I probably oh, have boy. seen that movie, actually. What? What's that? I have seen that movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, wait. Um, I the other day remembered a movie that I thought was a fever dream. I want to know if either of you have seen it. Okay, ready. A a kid. Is having is having like problems with his family. He's a he's a wild child or whatever. Is it problem child? I, we are two minutes into the movie, uh, James Isaac Neutron. So we need yeah. to <laughs> we need to keep moving. Um, <laughs> well, here's where it picks up. There's a there's a person that comes out like a monster comes out from under his bed and he's like, hey. I'm a cra- I'm a crazy monster. I'm very energetic. I'm not supposed to be here and you're not supposed to see me. And so like it's like a humanoid it's, it's a humanoid person. This isn't animated. This isn't monsters monsters thing. And he's like, "Okay, I'm feeling like a punk rock monster and I'm very <laughs> I'm going back under the bed." He comes back out and then some stuff happens. They pulls him into the monster land under the bed. Yeah. They do event. They do adventures under the bed in fucking monster land, and all the under the beds are connected. Huh. Oh, cool. That's interesting. Okay, I'm thinking. I was thinking of a different movie because there is like a Disney Channel thing where like they go, when you go under the bed, everything that's under the bed is like really large. You know, like when they get pulled down into the underbed perspective, where like shoes are like fucking taller than they are. Um, so neither of you seen this movie. Is it don't no, look no, under- I, edit I, this I, whole part out? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm interested. I, I, I love the idea of Monster Under the Bed being someone that I could just talk to because I always thought Monster Under the Bed wanted to murder me. So it would be nice to have a friend that wanted to take me to Monster Land. Yeah, no, the kid's like annoyed by the monster. He's <laughs> like, hey, let's do, let's do things. He's like, dude, I have school. I'm in third grade. It's very important. Like, I don't want to engage with you, monster. And then they he gets dragged down, and his friends get dragged down, and then someone's fucking face gets melted off. It was interesting. It was like a practical effects movie, so it was very weird looking. Is it Little Monsters? Yes. 
with Fred Savage? Yes. I have not seen oh, this, wow. but I found it very quickly. I have. Oh my god, wait, yes. Okay, no, yes, I've seen this monster. It was kind of like a big deal when it came out. I, just, I was just looking it up the other day. Um, oh, the name of the cinematographer is Dick Bush. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as in like, uh, oh, wow. Okay, Taylor, if you're listening, because I did tell you about my podcast from my coworkers, tell me this is like the worst thing. Um, we were talking about one of the things, that, like the importance of our tools. And like, I, I think, I can't remember exactly why. Maybe the vacuum got wet or something like that. And it was like dripping. But we said tool drip. And we're like, that sounds like, something that you have a problem and you need to go see a doctor about <laughs> like that's gross like that's that's slang that's not good but yeah I, it's pre-cum jim did you get it it's it's just like a it's tool no trip. no i got it yeah yeah I, my, my tool drips a lot do you mean your penis yeah no what are you talking about your your wet your wet dry vac i don't think so <laughs> yeah i was talking about uh, my Ghostbusters backpack vacuum that I get to use at work every day, which I actually fucking love. Uh, I highly recommend everybody get one of those for your house because it just makes you feel awesome when you clean. You you know something they don't teach you in health class? Mm-hmm. Um, people produce vastly different amounts of pre-cum. <laughs> I was not prepared to... I wasn't brought into adult life like with that knowledge. Hmm. I mean... I wasn't brought into adult life knowing that semen was going to come out of my penis one day when I get happy. So, really, how how long how long did it take to figure that out? You went into adult life not knowing that. Yeah. Well, I went into ch- uh, like puberty not knowing that. Very different really? time frames. Oh, gee, my dick's real happy today. Hope you have a nice day, Dick. <laughs> Yeah, it was like that for a little while, and then one day it exploded, and I was like, oh, I've broken it. And then I was like, let me try that again, just for, like, scientific purposes. So this is the family-friendly episode about cum and pre-cum. Yeah, this is... <laughs> well, we're giving instructions, and like, we're like, hey, it's okay to have a have your dick explode. That's not weird. Very con- you know, remember in... Looney Tunes cartoons when they'd like light a cigar and then it would blow up in their face. That's going to happen to your penis one day. Yeah, remember so, Bugs Bunny but... just like fucked one of his holes in the ground because he can resize them to any size because he's got some weird bunny magic. So he just can make it the perfect size. And that's why Lola Bunny doesn't show up until way later in the canon. Hmm. Remember, remember when Bugs Bunny used to dress as a lady, and uh, made you feel things that you didn't know you were gonna feel. Wait, when Bugs? Oh, when Bugs Baby? Uh, okay, actually, well, first off, you're talking to a trans feminine assigned male at birth person. So yeah, I Jim, I I that did particularly fuck with my head a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of things did. I honestly have been punched in the face in terms of the world has always been telling me that like these things. Like, there's different, like, have fun with it. Gender is fucking chaos. Gender expression is just, like, go to town, be weird. Uh, or be, quote-unquote, weird. Um, be outside of the norm. And, yeah, Bugs Bunny was just so unapologetically, like, yeah, I fucking wear this clothes. What, do you got a problem with it? I was just about to ask, what, what? how does the trans community feel about Bugs Bunny? Oh, I have no idea. I don't talk, this is not a conversation I've had with fellow trans people. I can ask my partner, they're in the other room. That's the whole, that's all of them. 
All right, that's the whole committee. So <laughs> we got two opinions. <laughs> no, I. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is just Bugs Bunny wearing clothes. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it. I'm an adult. I'd have to probably watch it with a keen eye. It's just, just so I can report back to my fellow trans friends and all of my non-trans friends. So I guess we can allow Bugs Bunny to continue moving forward as a character in our lives. Do you think you have the power to cancel Bugs Bunny? Me? Yeah, absolutely. Fucking Lulu. Are you kidding me? I know so many people. Think about it. I could do it at least in Philadelphia. I guess the bar is low in Philly. But, <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I, I, I wish I had the power to, but I, I only because I like Daffy Duck more, um, which is probably not a, uh, a common thing, I would imagine. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a very common thing people went through. He's like an underdog. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I also... remember that, that one short where uh, it was called Duck Amuck, where mm-hmm. uh, Daffy Duck... Uh, like goes up against the uh, the animator who's animated him, and they're like, "Stop drawing me weird." Oh yeah, that broke my brain as a kid, and I was like, "I will forever make jokes about this," and then no, I hate it. I think that's so cool though, because I mean, in a time of like Toy Story kind of stuff, and thinking about it like that, as like you what you come to life because we create you, like we're involved in your existence. Like I like to think that that movie Indian in the cupboard is that kid was just fucking just out of his mind i don't know what he had that made him manifest he's a wacky tobacco <laughs> yeah owen wilson as a cowboy in his fucking fanny pack <laughs> oh my god what kai in your room right now you're wearing my shirt that i left yeah i'm surprised we're <laughs> over an hour into the episode and i'm really surprised you're just realizing i definitely i realized it earlier and then i was like i don't want to interrupt what's going on no it's fine uh, yeah, no, Nick came to visit me here in Minneapolis recently, and I enjoyed seeing your beautiful face. Thank you for coming. But you did leave this beautiful shirt, and I was like, Jack, it's going to be so funny. I'm going to wear a Nick shirt, and there's no way it's going to fit. It's going to be like fat guy in a little coat kind of situation. So <laughs> <laughs> and it fits. It's actually very nice. I don't feel overwhelmed. It, this is good. Medium. I like... This is my... Um, this is people like my size do this all the time, where we're just like, yeah, yeah we're just going to wear like... A, a, like we bought this at like a baby store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like to i like to not be able to like move my arms that's that's what i'm going for Good. That, well. that's your shirt <laughs> hey everyone describe your shirts right now <laughs> uh, text, text our line yeah what kind of shirts you wearing here email us at run treasure podcast at gmail.com tell us what shirt you're wearing wow tell us, that's tell us what you're line. wearing yeah Something, so I'm going to, I'm going to take a hard cut here, but something I want to know, um, from both of you is what is the most embarrassing nickname you've ever called a a partner or someone you're dating? Because when I found out that he calls, uh, Katniss catnip, I was like, that sucks. Yeah. She, she should have been called cat piss never clean. (laughs) Thank you. Did you write that down in your notes, Jim? I kept saying it during, uh, the last movie to my girlfriend and she didn't laugh once. Yeah. Well, yeah. at least you're persistent. But what do you what do you got? What do you what have you always gone with? Because I, I definitely have been that person. We make fun of it now. We're like we're like, babe, babe. Done that in my life. Don't like that. I like that I like that when you're doing that, you're uh <laughs> um you're Mark Wahlberg. Babe, 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 hey babe, hey babe. Yeah, I've been that. Um, the plants are destroying the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my answer is in 
my own style that we've been calling out for this entire podcast. I'm going to say what I don't like mm. <laughs> first. Um, <laughs> the one that I can't stand personally, and I don't really know why, and I, and I don't want people to call me is babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually same people have called me babe, and I always say stop that. I don't like that. Yeah, um, I don't like that. I and anyone who does like it, you're stupid. Yeah. What if What if I started calling you Babe Pig in the city? Are you open to that? <laughs> Call me Babe Pig in the city. Like, <laughs> like what's the situation? Am I in the city? Um, <laughs> what else you hate? I mean, that's the big one. There's a there's a million shitty pet names, um, and I unsurprisingly have not used any of them really. Um, I think the one last relationship there wasn't really one that I remember, but my one of my exes really liked honey, and I was like, "Honey, we're not married." <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey! <laughs> and and it's yeah. also like an old. But anyway, I def- I probably used it because it was like the one thing I was like, uh. Jim, what about yourself? I the only nickname I used to call someone was my first girlfriend. Well, my second girlfriend, really. Uh, I called her Lady. Hmm. Where'd that come from? Uh, it came from uh, Animaniacs. Uh, there was the the kid with the dog, and then she would instead of when her mom would be like, "Okay, I'm gonna go leave." Dog, you watch the little girl, and then the little girl will go, "Okay, lady, I love you. Bye bye." And then she'd go, "Please call me mom." And she'd go, "Okay, lady," <laughs> and I would do that bit to my ex girlfriend. So much so that she uh, she started doing that to her mom. And then she got a tattoo that said lady. And I was like, wow. When we broke up, I was like, do you feel bad because you got that tattoo because of a joke I made? And she was like, I didn't even fucking think about that. I hate that you just ruined my tattoo for me. Oh, wow. She would have thought about it eventually. Come on. Yeah. I don't have nicknames for people which might be uh, a symptom of my dad having nicknames for literally everyone who exists i'm i'm actually super like kind of hypocritical because i'm always like like me and my partner definitely make fun of babe and we make fun of like cutesy wootsy things like all the time but we've been calling each other cutie as like a substitute kind of gender neutral thing that make i shouldn't say it's gender neutral cuties i guess maybe i'm gonna take a hot stance cutie is gender neutral uh, uh i'm gonna take a hot stance on most of the and say most of them are gender neutral <laughs> i would say so um we we also do call each other tucker sometimes when we're like joking um and it's kind like of like tucker a, carlson no that's kinky just, holy shit wait tucker, <laughs> wait who's that tucker carlson he's a fox news guy he's a fucking asshole he's like the no. fox news guy now that's yeah. That's what we do. Whenever we want to get our uh, our Tucker vibe on, we just start. You guys are like, "What's up, Bill O'Reilly?" <laughs> <laughs> no, we started. We kind of started as a stupid bit, but we kind of joke whenever we're trying to like bro out. Be like, "Hey, what's up, Tuck? Let me talk to you real quick. What's your day been like, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just kind of like a stupid thing. I think it it started because there was a. This, all right, ready? Here we go. You asked me about. Uh, I got to know some stuff about like, uh, dude, bro culture. Maybe you guys can help me out with this. Uh, yeah. if, if you know we're both, bros we're, we're both uh, bros there was a comedian oh you're the biggest bros i've ever met um if you guys have seen both of these guys right now such bros um hi uh remember vicious circle that's my favorite comedy special <laughs> um so there's a i don't remember the comedian but we both heard they're talking about how like 
uh, what is up with like straight dudes and like banging their girlfriends next to each other, basically, right? They're always like, yeah, we gotta bang our girls. We gotta, yeah, like, they get high five. Yeah, what, they gotta have sex with their girlfriends next to each other. And then she's just like, you know, I can't get off unless I can smell your sweet scent, Tucker. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. But it made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> That's not my joke. I w- go Google, try to find out who it is. Uh, maybe I'll Google it and put it in the episode description so I'm not stealing someone else's humor. But yeah, out of that, I was just like, ugh, Tuck, what up, bro? <laughs> like, Tucker's my favorite. Is Tucker coming? <laughs> it's also like a dog name. It's like 50% oh, human, 50% dog, dog name. Yeah. It's also like John Tucker must die. Those are the tucks? Uh, there's also a type of suit. That's a tux. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, so we are at that point. Uh, it is that time, Nick. If you have a point that you have not been able to make and you want to get it out here, uh, let's just let's just get it out. Um, and if you need a second, Jim can be put on the spot because that's his job as a host. Yeah, uh, is, this is, is the thing I'm good at. Is to handle that and then uh, buy you time. Does that work for you? What? So, like, something that I wrote in my notes that I want to talk about? Yeah. yeah. Mm, I actually almost got to everything. All right. right. They can send shit to these people in the middle of the yeah, arena. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the point of sponsors. That's so, like, that's very unfair. I know that's the point. Um, but I, what was, like, the most overpowered thing that they ever sent someone? Do you know? I didn't see the first movie. I don't remember it. Like, can you send, like, a gun? They got, like, mystery cream that, like, salt, like, fixes you and makes you feel your wounds get better. Yeah. Uh, what do they get in this one? They got, like, a spigot that you can put into a tree and then it gives them water. But, so no one likes them, so their sponsors aren't so good. So, like, team number one with the most sponsors. Yeah. What do they get? I don't know. I, the don't only know. things I've ever seen were those two things, and then there was one other thing in the first movie. They what should they get? It's just like some some Nikes. It's just like some sweet Air Force Ones. <laughs> oh, the other thing was soup. Oh, that'd be actually, actually, yeah, that's a solid get out of this guy. I'd be happy with because that. Because that was when I made the joke of hot medicine. <laughs> okay, okay, funny people, ho- podcast hosts. I want you yes. each to tell me uh, what... What would you send to the number one team with the most sponsors, the coolest team? You're in charge. Okay. Well, well, first off, fuck the number one team because, uh, yeah, they just like suck off the teat of the capital because they're like the they're. You the are best. the capital. You are the capital in this question. You love them. Okay. What am I sending? Mm, I would. Ooh. I'd probably send them, like, some sweet corn, like, some fucking, like, street corn. <laughs> like, some really good street corn, you know? That's, like, covered in mayonnaise and, like... Yeah, like, so, like a, maybe, like, a cilantro lime vibe going on with, like, some paprika. Mm-hmm. You know, like, really... That'd be a solid get in the middle of, like, a rough day where you almost died, like, six times. And they're like, oh, thanks. Nutritionally void food. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so wow. much. I don't know. Wow, I don't. I guess what's the what's the most useful thing to really give somebody? Um, I think yeah, probably a, a gun. Just guns. They need guns in the <laughs> Hunger Game. They don't have. I mean, them. a gun is the is the answer. But yeah. I would send them uh, a nice picture of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could put on their desk, or like in uh, a locket to like to have hope to stay alive. <laughs> yeah, they just look at it and they're just like. When I get out of here, I'm going to kill this fucking dude. <laughs> I think everyone knows that Jim has a surplus of pictures of himself. I do. Where is my picture of me? Do you have one framed nearby? 
Yeah, hang on. Do you still have that cardboard cutout of yourself? Oh, yeah, I got two of those. Oh, my lord. <laughs> have you made clothes with your own face on them? Have you gone that far? Uh, no, but my ex-girlfriend did one time when they had a Jimmy party. Um, which <laughs> What? These are all red flags. Um, that was... Uh... That happened a couple times, actually, to me. That I had two girlfriends who had Jimmy parties, which were uh, parties in which one was a party in which everyone dresses me, and one was a party where everyone uh, got T-shirts with my face on them. <sighs> and I used to wear that shirt to the gym because it was my gym shirt. <laughs> That's fantastic. Until some guy was like, hey, you're not working out good. You're never going to be there. That was the reason why I stopped working out of the gym was a man made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> I like the idea of actually photoshopping it so your muscles look like clearly you use like the warp tour uh, or the warp tool uh, to and, like everything else around your muscles is clearly warped as well. But you're like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to swole myself out in this photo and then put it on my shirt. Goals. Oh, this is me a couple years ago when I had serious gains. I'm just back to get them. You know, like I've been, you know, how it goes, you know, tough times. The warp tour. <laughs> nope. Cool. Uh, Jim, do you have a quick thing? Um, when he had the sugar cube and was like, hey, you want this sugar cube? I thought it would have been funny if she was like, shut up. Yes, I do. And then she just like munched on it like a horse. Like, nim, 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 nim. <laughs> like I happen to like sugar cubes. <laughs> like, Which... She's like, no, but yes, please give me the sugar cube. I have one final thing. I'm sorry. I just had to read my note and I apologize. I wrote favorite part of the movie was just the 10 minutes of credits. And then I wrote, that's enough of that. No, no, no. Naughty, naughty. And I don't remember why. (laughs) I wonder if I just had my uh, speech to text on and I was just yelling at my cat. (laughs) Uh, No, no, no. Naughty, naughty. Uh, It is... About also that time um, to hold on a second. I'm better than this. Nick, do you have anything to promote? I'm on. Oh yeah, that's how we do it. Uh, I need to think of something to demote. Oh yeah, we talked oh, about yeah. that. We'd you really could, love it you if could... you would just like tell us what to stay away from. Um, you want to have less attention into our society. Yeah, I don't have social media, so don't try to find me. Cool. <laughs> I will defend myself. <laughs> and uh don't be calling people babe i think is the moral of this story everyone's so re- judging you everyone yeah sunny and share uh so just keep in mind sunny share uh and everyone else uh it's coming for you come up to see nick and call him babe um he has seen this movie <laughs> And I think currently has a thirst for blood, so don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't fuck with him. And it, we don't care that you died skiing that one time, Sonny Bono. Nick's coming for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for you, specific celebrity who skis. <laughs> Wait, you know who we're talking about, right? I don't know any celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have to shut the podcast off. That's going to upset so many people. <laughs> Yeah, come back next week. We got uh, no. Kate Furman. What about like he did my like, thing? That's it. That was the thing I was going to tell everybody was that Kate Furman's coming. Nick, you know Kate. You took a class with Kate. Yeah, she's cool.
Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.